Hello and welcome to another episode of the Troy Francis podcast with me, Troy Francis. Welcome to the show. It is, what day is it? I don't even know what day it is, but it's the end of July 2019. It's actually the 29th of July 2019 and I'm here in London town. Apologies if this sounds a little bit echoey, but I don't have my Blue Yeti microphone with me in the uh, location, the secret location in East London where I am recording this podcast. But hopefully the sound quality is not too bad and you can understand what I'm saying and you're going to get lots and lots of value from this show because the show today is called Pursue Your Dreams with Maximum Drive and Ferocity. So I'm going to get into that in just a moment. But first, a couple of little updates from me. So what have I been up to? Well, I was away at the weekend. I was down in Cornwall uh, visiting my mother. So my mother has a place down in Cornwall, the Cornish Riviera, as uh, it's called. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic place. Awesome weather. They've got a huge beach just in front of the house. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Really, really good time. So I was down there. My girl came down with me. And yeah, we chilled out for a couple of days. We went to the beach. We visited some historic places. We went to Land's End, which is kind of cool. Right, the very lowest, bottommost point of England, of the United Kingdom. So that was fun. And then we went to, yeah, check out some different places. Lots of nice food, a bit of sunshine, a bit of beach, a bit of ice cream, all of those kinds of things. And then we returned back up to London yesterday in time to see the penultimate episode of Love Island, which is very exciting if you're following that here in the UK. And today, back to work before the finale of Love Island tonight, which is very exciting if you're interested in intersexual dynamics and uh, society and, uh, yeah, everything else and shit reality TV programs as well. Uh, And I'm interested in all of those things, so it's a very exciting day. But, yeah, anyway, I'm in this top-secret location in East London and I am doing some work, been very productive so far, and I wanted to record uh, today's podcast. And, yeah, I was looking through my tweets from last week, looking at... um, what has been popular, what's resonated with people. And there was a tweet that I did where basically I said, look, you're dying one minute at a time, which is a famous fight club quotation. So, you know, what are you doing? Get off Twitter, pursue your dreams with maximum drive and ferocity. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And really what this is going to be is a bit of a pep talk, a bit of a motivational rant, if you like, uh, just to say, look, it's all very well focusing on the negative, the micro, on Twitter, and so on and so forth. But look, in the end, we've only got a very short time available to us, and we need to get on and do something with that time if we're going to have the kind of lives that we want to have. So I'm going to start off with a quote. And I was looking for a quote from my uh, friend and colleague on Twitter, Mr. PUA Dating Tips, Uh, He's called, uh, his account is called Extreme Tactical Seduction at the moment. And I was looking through his tweets over the last week or so to find something that was relevant. And because he he tweets about this kind of thing a lot, he tends to, to talk about it through the prism of day game and game and seduction, day game in particular. But sometimes he will 
take it in a more general direction and just talk about, you know, this idea of pursuing your dreams with ferocity. And that's a sense that I get from his his Twitter a lot, actually. He's really... In, in terms of the in the context of girls and game, he's really encouraging you just to get off your ass, seize the day, and just pursue what you want, in this case girls, with maximum for drive and ferocity. So I was looking for a, a sort of a, a relevant tweet from him, and I found this one, which he did on July the 23rd, and he said, fuck your excuses. Yes, I'm talking to you, you who is reading this tweet. Fuck your excuses. And uh, 31 people liked that, and there were seven retweets. So at least 31 people thought, fuck yeah, that is good advice, Mr. Extreme Tactical Seduction. I am going to fuck my excuses. Now, as I say, I really like uh, Extreme Tactical Seduction's Twitter feed. If you're not following him, then please do so. He's um, at PUA underscore dating underscore tips PUA dating tips all being in capitals so do follow him for game and uh, dating advice he's really really great but also he has this incredibly positive can do attitude or rather not even can do but you know you really need to fucking do this because otherwise your time is going to run out and you, you don't want that you know you've got to go you've got to seize the, the man the metal go forth and do this so I really like his his general attitude and a lot of what he has to say about game and everything is absolutely spot on. Uh, so it was partly inspired by that, but also my own tweet on this subject, pursue your dreams with maximum drive and ferocity. Because look, what is the reality of the situation? You know, as much as people on Twitter talk about, you know, red pill type voices being nihilistic and perhaps I suppose negative the reality is that life is finite and nobody can deny that unless you believe in an afterlife. But even if you believe in an afterlife, that the reality or the likelihood of that is that that afterlife is going to be substantially different to the life that we're leading now. So in the life that we're leading now, in this instance right now, you've only really got a few years and it goes bloody quickly. I tell you, I mean, I'm in my 40s now and I, to be honest, I don't feel that much different excuse me, a bit of green tea there. I don't feel that much different to how I felt in my 20s or, or 30s, but, you know, time creeps on. But, it, but it, 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 on the one hand, it creeps, but on the other hand, it goes surprisingly quickly. And, you know, we don't have very long to make this work. We don't have very long to, to do the things that we actually want to do, unfortunately. And so we have to be aware of that. But I can tell you from my own experience, it's very easy to forget that as we allow things to drift, as we allow time to pass us by, as we get sort of embraced by comfort and we allow ourselves momentarily to forget that actually we are only here for a finite amount of time, that, you know, there may be things that we want to achieve and unless we put the work in and we start doing it now, today, then there's a good chance that we're actually not going to achieve those things. So you are, gonna, you are here for a finite amount of time. You are going to die. We're all going to die unless and until Elon Musk or somebody uh, creates the technology that will enable us to have eternal life. I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime, which, you know, I'm not uh, so unhappy about, really. I think, um, I think having a finite amount of time is, is not necessarily a bad thing. I think um, 
you know, we, we come here for a, for a bit and we try to make our mark and then we depart and that is absolutely fine. Um, but you have to realize that that is the reality of it. This is not some kind of thing that's going to go on forever. So if you want to get good with girls, if you want to get good with business, if you want to make money, if you want to create an amazing lifestyle, if you want to become a great art writer or artist or painter or whatever it is, you need to start putting in the effort now. You need to start taking action today because time is going to run out. And something that I keep telling myself and friends, you know, when I talk to friends, they will sort of reiterate is that, you know, we uh, let's face it, we don't get more energy as we get older. Now, we can certainly maintain our energy and we can certainly, I think the idea of somebody becoming, you know, increasingly quiet, you know, I mean, I mean, look, as I said, I'm in my 40s. I've still got a, a shitload of energy. I don't feel like I'm slowing down at all. I feel like in many ways I've got more energy than I had in my in my 20s sometimes. But the reality is, in the end, time takes its toll on all of us. And you, it's, it's not that there, there is a decreasing capacity to, to do things every year. It, it may be only minimal, but, you know, let's face it, when you're 65, you're not going to be wanting to do the same stuff as when you are 25. Or maybe you are, but, you know, not perhaps not quite to the same extent. So with that in mind, we need to be taking the action now. Now, I've got five years until I'm 50. Now, a friend of mine once said to me, you can't spin 50. <laughs> and um, I suppose he's right. I mean, maybe you can spin 50. I don't know. I'll, I'll certainly have a good go. But I think what he meant was, you know, 50 is, is 50. 50 is half a century. And if you haven't achieved everything you want by 50, then it's not the end of the world. But, you know, you can't spin 50. You are 50. You've lived on the planet for half a century and you haven't perhaps done the things that you wanted to do, which wouldn't really be ideal. So for myself, I've, I've got five years. I need to get myself into gear to achieve the things that I want to do because I've achieved a lot of cool things, but I, haven't, I certainly haven't achieved everything that I want to achieve. And um, yeah, you know, I need to be mindful of that. I need, to, uh, I, I, I need to keep that front of mind. And so I need to prioritize what I do with my time very carefully so that I'm ensure that I'm pursuing my dreams with maximum drive and ferocity. And doing anything else is really just getting in the way of that mission. And that's what I want you to bear in mind. You know, you you get to decide how you spend your time. Ultimately, you might have dependents, you might, you know, have a partner and all these kind of things. But ultimately, you've made the decisions that have led you there. And you decide to continue to be in whatever situation you're in. So you're the one who's deciding on how you're spending your time. And uh, yeah, you know, um, if you're not pursuing your dreams with maximum drive and ferocity, then you're doing something else that may be at best slightly getting in the way of you achieving your dreams. And at worst, it might be leading you in a different direction entirely. So you need to take a very close look at that really, how you're spending your time. And you need to ensure that you're spending it in a way that is most fruitful for what you want to do. Um, the second point is that really your dreams are you. Now, that sounds a bit hippie-ish and, um, uh, yeah, you know, a, a little bit whatever, a little bit woo-woo and stuff. But 
what are we at the end of the day? Well, we are a body and a brain. We're composed of um, atoms. We are composed of, uh, and then on a, on a pulling out a little bit, we're composed of organs and blood and liquid, water and skin and bones. And yeah, we are these bags of, of flesh that are sort of floating around with uh, the ability to automate ourselves with the ability for self-propulsion um, and independent action and thought. Um, uh, but what? But that's that's a very generic way of referring to a human being. That's a, a, a sort of a, a an external description, if you want. But what distinguishes us? Well, it's what distinguishes us as human beings. Surely, must be what we want to achieve. It must be our singular and unique vision for our place in the world and for the world itself. And if we don't do the thing that we want to do, whatever that might be, whether it's to write a great symphony or a great novel or to create an amazing TV series or movie or to be a great sports person or to be a great lover or, you know, whatever whatever the thing is, if we don't achieve that thing, then we haven't in any way self-actualized. We are not where we should be. We are not the person that we should have been because actually, for me, What's more important than the person who's just sitting there, Mr. Mr. Jones, sitting there in his rain mac on uh, Paddington Station, is his aspirations. And, you know, if he doesn't achieve his aspirations, then he hasn't fully self-actualized. Whereas if he does, then he has and he has done what he came here to do. And I think that's the important thing, tying in with point one. Are you doing what you came here to do, what you came to, to this planet this life to do or are you not and if you're not then you need to take a look at your life structurally and see what's preventing you from doing that you know is it the situation that you've got yourself into is it fear is it laziness is it unwillingness is it a lack of clarity you know a lot of the time it's a simple lack of clarity we have a a vague sense of what we'd like to do but because we are busy or we're tired or we're afraid or we're uh, bored or you know whatever it is we don't interrogate that properly and as such we leave the things that we are meant to do undone so you need to get very very clear you need to take some time aside for yourself and get very clear on what it is you want to achieve you know maybe because you're listening to this and you've listened to other seduction and dating stuff you want to get very good with girls maybe that is your dream well okay that's fine but is that your ultimate dream or are you looking for validation and sexual satiation from that? And if you are, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with those things. But is there something deeper? Is there something that's kind of more fundamental than that that you want to achieve with your life? I mean, there may not be. And if not, that's absolutely fine because everybody has to, in the end, decide for themselves. But it's likely there's going to be something greater than just chasing uh, women and just chasing girls. Now, you might say, well, okay, I want to get married and I want to start a family. All right, you know, I'm, I'm not really going to argue with that because I can't argue against the case that having a family is not, or having offspring is not, you know, the fundamental reason really that, that we're all here. I mean, that is a, a biological imperative. It's a biological reality. 
But at the same time, I would say that generally speaking, people aren't remembered just because they had kids. There are very few famous historical uh, figures that we remember because they had offspring. You know, I mean, that's almost taken as a given in people's lives. I mean, I suppose Genghis Khan, you could say, well, Genghis Khan had millions of kids and so therefore he's remembered for that. But let's face it, that's not the main thing that he's remembered for. Most people who come to prominence do so because they've changed the world in some way. They've left their mark on the world in some way. And it, 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 it's not through having kids. You know, they may have had kids as well or they may not have done. I mean, Nietzsche didn't have kids. Did he change the world? Yes, he did. So was his life valueless or did it have great value? Well, I think he had great value because he changed the way that people think. He changed the way that people see the world. So my point is, yes, wanting to marry and have a family is a, is fine as a, as a goal if that's what you want to do. But is there something deeper than that that you want to do as well or in addition? And if so, you have to make sure that that thing is not submerged in the minutiae of daily life, of, uh, you know, cohabiting and bringing up kids and all of those types of things. And the third point that I want to talk about is that if you fail to pursue your dreams with maximum drive and ferocity, then you're going to regret it. Now, uh, that sounds a bit glib, maybe it is, but when I say regret, we're not talking about regretting not going to the shop to pick up a copy of the evening paper or regretting that you forgot to pick up the milk this morning or regretting that you didn't sign a birthday card for your colleague in accounts or something like that. You know, we're talking here about a regret of far greater depth and gravity than that. This is a regret that is at the very heart of your being because your being, as I've said um, in an earlier point, is that your being really is your aspirations. And if you don't achieve your aspirations, then it's not just a mild regret. It's, it's the fact that you have on some level wasted your life. And I'm talking to myself here as much as anybody else. You know, if you leave regrets, then you have wasted your life. You've wasted the very short time that you have on this planet. And that is a very, very sad thing to have to countenance. So, it's regret, but it's not regret to be taken lightly. It's it's a regret unlike, I would say, any other type of regret because it is far more fundamental and far more serious and far more touching the core of your whole existence, really. So you want to avoid that regret if you possibly can. So, as I say, what you need to do is to find ways to pursue your dreams with maximum drive and ferocity. And I just want to dwell on those two words, uh, those two descriptors for a second, because I think they're important. We're talking about drive and ferocity. So drive is that real energy. It's that real sense of um, endeavor, that real sense of courageous, you know, that, that nothing's going to stop you. You're going to put, you're going to apply force. This isn't just, oh, I'll give it a go. This is right. I'm going to actually, I'm going to actually put my put my hands to the wheel, I'm going to apply force in order to get this done. And ferocity takes it a step further because this is saying, I, I will take no prisoners. This is a do or die attitude, to quote Boris Johnson. This is about not taking any petty excuses, not, you know, allowing competitors or detractors or doomsters and gloomsters to get in the way. This is about seizing control and getting the thing 
done. So you've got to you've got to have drive and you've got to have maximum ferocity as well. And if you have those things, if you realize that yes, your time is finite because one day you will die, if you understand that your dreams are you, they are your purpose regardless of what they might be, and if you understand that on some very very deep fundamental level if you don't achieve them then you will regret it, then you're going to be in a much better position to pursue the dreams with that maximum ferocity and drive. So, I hope you found that helpful. I hope you found that useful and thought-provoking. Um, as I say, with a lot of these things, I'm often talking to myself as much as I'm talking to anybody else, and uh, there is uh, no exception with this current theme. But I do think it's really, really important, and I do think that we can often, myself included, get caught up in a sort of apathy. You know, we can get kind of we can forget how important these things really are. And sometimes it takes a real event to jog us into uh, realization. So sometimes it takes something really bad to happen to make us think, oh God, yeah, I need, I, I should be doing this. I need to be doing this the whole, I should have been doing this the whole time. But the thing is, you can't guarantee that that jolt is going to come along. And if it doesn't come along, it's very easy to coast and again, I'm talking about anything here, whether it's, you know, learning to meet girls, whether it's building your business, whether it's becoming a great writer or whatever. Uh, it's very easy to just coast along and not really put in the effort that's required because you just feel that you don't have to. And that, my friends, is slow death by apathy. And that's something that must be avoided at any costs. So hopefully this podcast has acted as a little bit of a jolt for you and yeah it will be useful in helping you to prioritize accordingly okay so look i'm gonna leave it there that is the end of the podcast for today as always if you would like to get regular updates from me then do sign up to my weekly sorry what am i saying my daily (laughs) email when i say daily it tends to come out monday to friday i tend to do an email five days a week less so at the weekends i tend to take it easy a bit at the weekends uh but If you want regular content from me, as well as news, offers, giveaways, and so on, then do sign up for that daily email. I'll leave the link below. You can still get my bundle of nine books, my nine best-selling books on dating and game and all of that good stuff called Renegade Dating Blueprint. That is still available for the ridiculous, ridiculously low sum of $35. Again, the link is below, so do jump on that because I will be putting that price up at some point soon and my new book Approach Her Like Chad is going great guns on Amazon I'll leave the link for that as well getting some great five star reviews in from guys who have read it and started to apply the the lessons within that so Approach Her Like Chad if you want to get your approaching mojo sorted this summer do get that book now for less than the price of a coffee on Amazon so with that I will leave it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do let me know your thoughts in the comments or by email or on Twitter or whatever. And we will speak again very soon. Bye-bye.